Hello, 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 everyone. Good evening. Thank you for joining us, coming back to join us. We're so excited to have you here with us this evening. I am your host, Chandelette Nelson, and my co-host, introduce yourself. I am Soya the Real, aka Game Changer. How y'all doing tonight? We are so excited. <laughs> I hope y'all ready. Like we told y'all last week, we got something in store for you. So please tune in to all of your podcast outlets. We are now live, y'all, live in effect. And make sure you are liking and you're sharing this and interact with us in the comments. Go ahead, Sean. Right. So thank you for coming back to be with us here at Misery to Ministry Real Talk. We're just going to talk about some things and just as we promised, we're going to dive into it. First and foremost, I hope you all have had a productive day and that if you were met with any challenges, you were able to embrace them with an open mind. You're relaxed now and you're ready to just talk and let it all out. So as promised, we're going to go ahead and, and kick into the series of forgiveness slash unforgiveness and what all that entails, right? Wow. <laughs> That's a big one. That's a big one. I've had um, people calling me saying, you know, hey, what you want to talk about? What's going to be the topic and everything like that? I, I'm so glad that you guys were able to tune in and I'm glad that you had questions. We're going to answer them. We're going to get into it. So I'll just um, talk briefly about forgiveness. So when we think about forgiveness, I think the thing that ties us up sometimes is that we feel as if we have to forgive and act. And we're letting that person off the hook easily for what they've done. But that's not really what forgiveness is all about. It's about being able to free yourself. It's not about letting somebody off the hook. Um, I do understand there were some things that People do things to you that cause you trauma. They cause you to hurt. And if you don't process them correctly, then it causes you to hold on to them. So, but first of all, we have to recognize that nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect, not even us. We've done some things to people that have hurt them. We wanted those same people to forgive us. But when it comes to what others have done to us, we're not as free and easy to give away our forgiveness. But we, I know Toya, I don't know about you, but for me, I was raised up saying the Our Father prayer. Right. <laughs> and yeah. prayer says, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Now, I don't know if it's just ritualistic and we just say that without knowing what it really means. But in order for us to be forgiven by the Father, we have to ourselves forgive. Right. right. Yeah. Right. It's not always that simple. I do understand. And remember, we're just giving you bits and pieces. We'll come, we're going to come back later and talk about the how of forgiveness. Right now, we're just talking about the things that cause us to operate in unforgiveness. So, again, like I said, forgiveness does not mean that you're letting them off of the hook. You're letting them off of your hook and putting them onto God's hook. Let God deal with that person in a way that he may change their heart, where they may come to you and say, hey, look, what I did was wrong. And if they never do come back and say, hey, look, what I did was wrong, then what? Are you able to still give them the grace of forgiving 
Or are you going to hold on to that bitterness and resentment forever? And one thing about it, see, the act, the sin doesn't come in the the, the anger, the anger. Like when somebody does something to you, initially you're angry and upset with them. The Bible says, be angry, but sin not. So the, the sin is not in being angry. It's about what comes after the anger. Right. It's the unforgiveness and the emotions that are tied to it. And, and let's be real, unforgiveness has some cousins. It got some things that's attached to it. So oh, yeah. if we start to operate in resentment and bitterness and pride and vengeance. And God says, vengeance is mine. You see, so those are that's where the sin comes in when we allow it, when we hold on to it longer than what we were supposed to, and we allow it to, to just, you know, branch off into those other areas, you know? So I want to talk about some things that may cause unforgiveness. Mm -hmm. So the things that I've experienced that have caused me to be in a, a place of unforgiveness is when I've experienced trauma or abuse. Mm -hmm. So when I say trauma, see, we were not taught about trauma in our culture and coming up. Things that happened to you that impacted your life, it could have been abuse, it could have been neglect, you were exposed to a parent that was on drugs or alcohol who neglected you or you were exposed to someone being abused or you yourself were molested. Those things stagnate us and they follow us into our adulthood if we don't deal with them. Mm -hmm. And then guess what? They start to affect every relationship in our life, not just with a significant other, but with friends and family, every relationship that you have, you'll see it again. It'll resurface because something is going to remind you of that act. And it's going to pull you back into that place that you once were in, you see. And so all of those emotions keep coming up. And you may say, hey, I forgive and I forgot all about that. Forgetting about it and forgiving it is two different things because you say you've forgiven, but then you constantly bring it up. You're constantly reminded of it. You see? So no, you haven't forgotten. You haven't forgotten it. You've just, it's lying dormant. You've suppressed it, but you haven't really dealt with it. So, so like I was saying, abuse or neglect, emotional abuse, physical abuse, verbal abuse, psychological abuse, those are some things that can cause us to harbor unforgiveness and resentment. And then mm -hmm. also a big one, abandonment and rejection. Yes. Abandonment and rejection. Those are major. Being rejected by a boyfriend who did not want you, abandoned by a parent, all you wanted was their love. They loved the other but didn't love you the same. You may have had a sister or brother, they were the apple of their eye, and you did all that you could to get that parent's attention, but they constantly rejected you. Yes. So those are some things that can cause us to fall into unforgiveness. So I want you to be mindful. I want you to sit down and be mindful. Am I really operating in unforgiveness? Did I really forgive so-and-so whenever they did this to me? Do I constantly think about it? Because whenever you're tormented by something, torment, that just simply means 
you're constantly thinking about the thing over and over and over. You're replaying it in your mind. And that's bondage. And that's not what we want. We want you to be free. So just talking about it, talking about it sometimes helps you just to be free. So then another thing we want, there's a book that I wanted to mention to you all, first of all, and it helped me so. It's called Forgiveness, the Freedom to Let Go. And it's by June Hunt. And in there, she talks about so many things that are so freeing. And the one thing that she does say is these three simple words that will free you. Let it go. It's simple. It sounds simple, but it's very complex. There are a lot of things tied to letting, letting it go. Because first, you have to acknowledge that it's even a problem. You yes. have to acknowledge what that thing is, what the trauma is, whatever it is that stagnates you and keeps you in the place where you are, the way you cannot move forward. Because remember, what we want to do is always progress. We want to move forward. We don't want to stay stuck in a place. Right. So we want to be able to say, I've forgiven. I haven't just forgotten about the trauma. I've forgiven it. I'm free from it. I can talk about it. I can move on from it. I don't have to be tormented by it. And we don't have to still hold on to the bitter and the raw emotion that it creates inside of our heart. Mm-hmm. Because then we start having a stony heart to where nothing can penetrate our heart. You see, it's hard for us to love again. It's hard to us to trust again. It's hard to us to, for us to believe again. So that's mm-hmm. having a stony heart. And, and nothing can grow there. What can grow there? You have to break up that hollow ground. You have to break that ground up, that stony ground. So I want to just uh, kind of horn, horn in on those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want you to kind of throughout the week, I want you to kind of think about those things. We're going to get to the how, how do I forgive? We're going to get to that later on. Right now, we want to just acknowledge those things. We want to be honest about those things. Hey, this is a real issue. I do hold on to this. Hey, this happened to me. I never let it go. I don't say anything about it, but it's still there. Just because you're not constantly saying, oh, you did this to me. does not mean you forget, you've forgiven that person. It just means you suppressed it. You're able to, to, to still function, to cope with it. But we don't want that. We want right. you to be free for real. Free right. from the emotion, free from the unforgiveness, free from the anger, free from the resentment, free from the bitterness. We want you to be free for real. Yes. yes. It takes yes. a lot of energy to intentionally hold on to an offense. Right. Days and weeks and you're walking around just holding it in your heart constantly and, and God forbid you see that person again and then it all comes back like a flood it takes a lot of energy <laughs> that takes a lot of energy I've been there I was always so fatigued and tired I would always put it on oh I'm anemic you know I'm tired all the time because my iron count is low oh that wasn't what was straining me <laughs> I was holding on to some stuff baby that I should have been let go it was weighing me down it was just right. too much for me to bear. Take right. it all to God. He can bear it all. Lay it at his feet. 
hey, deal with those issues. Deal with them. They are there. They're real. They're not going anywhere until you address them. They're going to be a full-grown monster if you allow them to keep lingering and festering. So I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to you, Toya. Yes. That was so amazing, Sean, what you spoke on about how, you know, we can suppress a lot of the unforgiveness, you know, and we think that we are healed, especially if you are a Christian, you like, oh, because we know how to speak the word. We know what oh, the yeah. word is. We know how to play church. We know how to say all the right things and we know how to, you know, act, act churchy or whatever. But yet we are really suffering on the inside with unforgiveness and we are wondering why certain things are not progressing in our lives and certain prayers are not being answered because we're being hindered by the things that we're still holding on in the inside because we know how to appear as though we forgiven but yet it's really just a suppression and so I thank you for that, Sean, sharing that um, because that was really good. And it's taking me back, you know, to certain things that I was dealing with my own self. And you guys, I just want to read to you what unforgiveness is because we hear that word. But do we really know the meaning of it? The meaning of unforgiveness is when you are unwilling or unable to forgive someone for hurting, betraying, breaking your trust or causing you intense emotional pain, okay? So that's what unforgiveness is. And I don't know about you, but I'm gonna speak from my own experience. And the thing, this was the thing that literally almost took me out. If I could be real with you for a second, this is misery to ministry, real talk. This is how I was so miserable. I was so weighed down, like Sean said, that particular thing, she thought she was blaming it. It was anemic and iron low and all of this other stuff. But guess what? Unforgiveness was tearing me up. I can remember a time, and I'm about to be very transparent with you all. One of the things that caused me to harbor onto unforgiveness too long, longer than I should have, if I could just pull back the hands of time, I could have had a lot of more peace. I could have had a lot of more joy. I could have had a lot of, lot of more sleep. <laughs> if only, only if I knew how to forgive. And like Sean said, we're going to go into the how later. But before we go into the how, we got to address the why. We got to address the thing that got us stuck. Because a lot of people don't want to talk about the thing that hurt you. A lot of people, like she said, you just want to suppress it. You just want to get rid of it and poof, be gone. But we can't just poof, be gone stuff all the time without dealing with the root of that thing. Because all we're doing is putting a band-aid on top of it. And if you don't up root that thing that thing is going to continue to to grow like weeds and and if you ever for my gardeners out there if you're familiar with planting and you're familiar with a garden there's something called weeds and every now and again you got to go and pluck them things out because they'll overtake your harvest they will overtake your garden they will continue to grow and grow and grow and fester and that's what unforgiveness does it grows within us and it eats it eats away at you like cancer. It eats away at you like cancer if you don't let it go. But let's address some of the things that causes unforgiveness. 
She gave you some major points. She gave you how, you know, you're holding on to that offense. You're holding on to that hurt. You're holding on to that pain. You're holding on to that stuff that causes unforgiveness. Can I be real and tell you what? Well, it's many things that I was dealing with, but I'm going to stick to one thing in particular that, that really hurt me for many many years y'all and this was so i'm talking about this is since i've been saved right because as a christian people want to judge you like you supposed to have it all together like you're not human no baby i am human i'm human just like you okay i'm only saved by grace <laughs> and if the grace ain't coming fast enough we might have a misunderstanding <laughs> We need that grace to hurry up and flow quickly, okay? But one of the things that I remember that caused me great pain, and it took me a long time to forgive this person, without calling her name, I had a friend one time, and this particular friend was like a sister to me. I really trusted her with everything within me. I'm talking about we used to dress alike. There wasn't no secret that I thought that we did not share. I didn't have secrets when it came to her. She was my my secret diary, you know. And in fact, I could not wait to share certain things, certain intimate things with her because that's just how much I trusted her. Needless to say, I was dating a particular guy at this time. And by no means, y'all, before, let me put this disclaimer out here. We are not professionals telling you that you're going to be this and that and all that. No, no, no. We're just simply giving you and sharing with you our experience and what has helped us to progress. And we are praying and hoping that God will speak and use us in a mighty way so we can be a blessing to somebody else the way he has blessed us and then continually to help us in this progress. Um, Back to what I was saying, this particular friend, I trusted her with everything in me. And that was mistake number one. Mistake number one for me is never put all of your trust in man, but put your trust in God because everyone is human and everyone can make mistakes, okay? And we have to be able to acknowledge that and know that if you can make a mistake, then surely they can make a mistake and you will want the same grace that they have given us, right? Well, this particular friend, baby, let me tell you, I was dating a man and we was dating for about nine months. And I was telling her the highs and we didn't have that many lows in our relationship. I was just so excited to tell her, oh, girl, I got a man. You know how it is when you got that man, that new relationship. You can't wait to tell your friend. And so I went and told her everything. Right. And one particular time. Um, she, you know, she had moved away and she came back to visit and I couldn't wait to introduce them because they were always hearing about each other, but they had never met. So I thought, and long story short, you guys, the guy that I was dating at the time, he called me and he just broke up with me out the blue. Mm. And he said, it's not you. I will never forget these words. He said, it's not you. It's me. Because I was confused. I was taken back. I was like, you know, we don't argue. You know, we was having a good time. Mm -hmm. What happened? Like how we go from 
like sunshine to 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 a whole breakup like what did i miss what is wrong and mm -hmm. he started saying how he needed time to you know um get himself together and it wasn't me it was just him so what i did was i called my friend and hmm. I called her because I needed somebody to a shoulder to cry on. I, I couldn't understand. I was hurt because I just couldn't understand and, and reason as to why this person who I thought we were having the time of our lives dating just all of a sudden broke up with me just right. instantly. And so when I told her that, she, she just blew it off and she was like, oh, girl, don't worry about that. You know, just raise your son, let him go. He ain't no good. You know, you you got it going on. And 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 and, and don't worry about him. And so even though she was telling me the things that I thought I needed to hear, that hurt was still there in my heart, you know, because it didn't make sense to me. And and even though when I was on the phone with her, I felt good temporarily for that moment. But when I went to sleep that night, I was still wrestling with that thing. And I couldn't understand what happened. And so as time went on, I remember speaking with her mother. And her mother was like, oh, girl, have you talked to your friend? And I said, what you mean? I talk to her all the time. She said, well, she didn't tell you about her new boyfriend she's dating. And I said, well, maybe we didn't talk as much as I thought we should have been talking because she didn't tell me about no new boot. So tell me about it. I'm all ears, right? And so when a mother went to explaining and she said, well, I'm confused how you don't know about him because she said you hooked him up. Oh, wow. I said, wait, say what now? I hooked him up. I, I hooked him up and I don't even know if she dating somebody. So I hooked him up. And she said, she said, yeah, you know the guy. And so when she told me the guy's name, it was the guy I was dating, y'all. And I couldn't believe it. So wow. I was in disbelief. And so I had to go get the picture to ask the lady, can you identify like as if it was in a lineup? Because I was just, <laughs> I was just in so much disbelief. In disbelief. Baby, listen, I went and got the picture. I said, is this the guy? And she said, yeah, that's him. You do know him. I said, oh, my God. I said, wow. I said, that, that was my boyfriend. He just recently broke up with me. That you sure that's the guy she's dating? She said, yeah, he was just out here with her all week. That he flew out, out here to see her. I was like, wow. And y'all, right then and there, my heart was so shattered into pieces like it's it i can't it, it was just an indescribable pain a pain that went through me like fire like somebody literally stabbed me and they took the knife and twisted then they came out and jerked it again and twisted and jerked it and twisted mm -hmm. that's how much pain i can remember being in I was like, ain't no way in the world. It's the type of stuff that happened on Jerry Springer, not in real life, because that's something that's called a girl code. I was raised to have morals. I was raised to have respect. I was raised to just know better, you know, not to 
to, to do something like that, not with somebody that you love, that you call sister, that you call friend. And y'all, I'm about to tell you, this was when I was saved. I struggled with that thing. For many years, I can remember going to my mama as a grown woman, sleeping in my mom's bed in a fetal position, because all I could think about is I'm so hurt. I just need the love and affection from somebody. And I know that's one person that should not betray me is my mama, because my mama always say, oh, you ain't got no friends, but your mommy and Jesus. That's what my mama always told me that. And so I felt like, well, I need Jesus in this moment, but I can't see Jesus in this situation. So you the next best thing to Jesus. So mama, I need you to hold me because I don't know what to do. Right. And y'all, I had nightmares and I was like, maybe I need to wake up from this dream because this is a terrible nightmare. And y'all, when I tell you that thing dealt with me for many years, I would have visions of, of, of if I see him, I'm going to kill him. If I see him, I'm going to do this. I had so much rage. I had anger. I had every type of emotion you could possibly think of because I was even blaming myself at one time. What did I do? Was it me? What did I do to deserve this? I kept thinking back over my life. Maybe I've done something to hurt somebody and maybe this is my payback. I was trying to think about everything I could possibly think of to rationalize why somebody who I love and who was supposed to love me would hurt me this bad. Not only did I have the betrayal from the man who cheated on me, but on time I couldn't even get mad enough at him because I was too hurt by the friend that was supposed to know better. And you see what I'm saying? She was the one that was supposed to know better. So it's like, which hurt outweigh the other hurt? Because hurt is hurt. And hurt people hurt people. So from there, I begin to develop this type of pain. I begin to have this aroma about myself like I wish I would. I begin to have this boot in my mouth. I begin to have this, this aroma that says, I done been hurt and you better not try me because I ain't about to let nobody get close to me again. And I definitely with that thing and that thing consumed me y'all for many many years and then after that my brother got killed and so that was another hurt on top of the hurt that I already had so every time I looked around it just appeared that hurt was on top of hurt on top of hurt and I literally wanted to blow my brains i really need y'all to hear me today i really need y'all to hear me tonight because i was somebody that was praying for other people i was somebody that people called on i was somebody that people looked up to and nobody knew that i had such deep hurt in me that i was literally crying myself to sleep every night and I would wake up with my Bible drenched, soaking wet because the tears kept coming and I couldn't stop them and I had a dagger in my heart and I couldn't believe why God would betray me like this. I said, God, all I did was serve you. All I did was love her. All I did was love him and everybody that was in our circle knew that they had something going on except me. So I had to deal with embarrassment. I had to deal with getting cheated on. I had to get, deal with betrayal. I had to deal with um, shame. I had to deal with discouragement. Don't you know that messed with me? 
that dealt with me so bad to the point where I was insecure. I was like, well, maybe I wasn't good enough for him. Or maybe I wasn't good enough for her. I thought I was being a good friend by giving her my heart, giving him my heart, giving him everything that I had. And the reason why I'm tearing up right now, because I forgave. But when I think about the offense and how many people that's no longer living to this day because they didn't know how to deal with the pain. So they killed themselves. Because I remember I was on that verge to doing it myself. Because nobody ever taught me how to forgive. They just Just said, oh, forgive. It's easy just to say. Just let it go. Let it go. But nobody told me how to. How How you want me to let something like that go? Is you serious? Y'all, and the story don't stop there. It goes on. The story goes on. So people started coming back to me saying, oh, they still together. Oh, okay. Because guess what? The enemy going to always make sure he got you. And he going to make sure the minute you think you about to get a little fresher breath there, he about to come slap you with something else. So he made sure that he put people in my life to come back and give me the reports of what they was doing. As if I wasn't already devastated enough. Right? And so when I did talk to her, she admitted that what she did was wrong. However, she told me, she said, well, you always get the good men. I was like, wow, (laughs) what you mean I always get the good men? You know, so you never know the people that you call friends. Come on, Judas. You never know that those same people that's closest to you can be the same ones that's sent to destroy you. That's right. That's why you got to try spirit by spirit. And everybody that you call friend ain't your friend. It's going to always be the people that's closest to you that hurt you the worst because you are emotionally tied to them. You are emotionally attached to them. A stranger can't hurt me emotionally because I have no tie to you. I don't care nothing about you. But let somebody that I done gave my secrets to, let somebody I done shared my heart with betray me. Oh, that's a pain right there. Now you hurt me. Now you hurt me because I became vulnerable with you and you took that for granted. And that's what I was dealing with, y'all. I was dealing with rejection. I was dealing with insecurities after that. As a grown woman, I didn't know how to love. I didn't even love myself no more. I let I began to let myself go because nobody told me how to forgive. When somebody hurts you, that wow, deep. wow! Thank you, thank you so much for sharing with us. Well, we felt the emotion in that, but you see what I'm saying? How that goes back to yes. unforgiveness, having so many cousins that is tied to so many other emotions that it'll pull us into. You, you talked about um, the vulnerability, and us when we feel vulnerable, that makes us feel weak. Yes, and if we're weak, we're beat. That old saying, you remember that? And that's how we really feel. We feel as if, you know, um, we're open to anything. Like anybody can pull anything over on us. And we we, we are not able to, to defend ourselves in that moment, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and then you talked about the abandonment from him, the rejection from him, you know, and the place that, that left you in. So we're going to talk about more about how you were able to come out of that place later on 
We'll talk about that. We'll get into it. We're not going to hold you guys too long tonight. We want you to come back. We have more for you. We're so glad you chose to tune in with us um, with, with this real talk. We want to hear from you guys. I saw a lot of people in the chat. Thank you guys for chiming in. Like I said, we're not going to hold you too much. We pray that you have a productive week until we meet next time. We want you to stay blessed and walk in the fullness of who you are. Toya, would you like to give them a little prayer before we go close us out? Yes, I do. Make sure you guys tune in because I know you're curious to hear what happened next. Tonight. But yes, I do want to pray for those that are listening under the sound of our voices. And if you know somebody that is struggling with this, please share this. Please share this, you guys. Sharing is free. Sharing is free. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. And if you can save somebody's life because mental illness, insecurities, rejection is a a real thing out here, you guys. And so I just want to pray for each and every last one of you right now. Father God, we thank you right now that you are allowing our stories to be used across this platform, Lord God. Father God, we're not in a place and we don't care about who's judging us, who's rolling their eyes at us, who don't like it, God. We know that we're doing your will and your word, Father God. We're doing what you have called us to do, Father God. Every person that's under the sound of my voice right now, you know their insecurities. You know their struggles. You know the pain. You know the deep-rooted hurt that they never let go. You know the things that they are struggling and suffering with day in and day out, Father God, but they just have suppressed that thing because they still have to try to somewhat function in life. They still have to get up and go to work with a fake smile on their face. They still have kids that they have to try to be a mommy and a daddy to, the kids that need them so they just push through to try to make it, Father God, but they're really torn on the inside, God. I'm asking you right now that you will release that thing, Father God. I come against the spirit of depression. I come against the spirit of oppression. I come against the spirit of suppression in the name of Jesus. Father God, we're going to break it at his root right now. Enemy, we come to put you on notice that that thing that was meant to kill us did not kill us. That thing that trapped, that 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 uh, detoured that you meant for us to fall in, we still here and we rise up against it in the name of Jesus. Father God, you said the weapons may be formed against us, but they shall not prosper and so we here to give it up to you god you say to cast all of our cares upon you and you shall receive them all god so we thank you for the souls that are being saved we thank you that the offense father god can finally be let go we thank you father god that the traps are no longer gonna be a repeated cycle we come against generational curses we come against the infidelity we come against the the betrayals we come against that deep-rooted pain father god that's been lingering on for years after years after years father god we should not go to our grave with unforgiveness. Our prayer shall be answered because we're going to be set free, delivered, and healed, and made whole on today. In Jesus' name, we thank you, we adore you, and there should be no backlash to this prayer that I have prayed. And if you can receive it, it is already done. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. We hope that you have a blessed week and we hope that you walk in the full authority of who God has designed you to be. Talk with you later. Come back and see us next week. Bye-bye.